Yeah, okay. We're learning Beit Zedaf Gilam and Aleph. We're just going to chazer over outside quickly that Beit Zedaf The Gemara in Beit Zedaf is picking up from Amud Aleph where we came out that there's a Stam Mishnah and Shabbos like um, Rabbi Shimon that there's no problem of Muksa and there's a Stam Mishnah in Beitza and Yamtev, like Rabbi Huda, there's a problem of Muksa. So the question, so the question is, how could Rabbi, you know, if Rabbi's the author of all the Stam Mishnayas, you assume Rabbi holds like it. So make up your mind. Why, why is there a Stam Mishnah in Shabbos like Rabbi Shimon and a Stam Mishnah in Beitza like Rabbi Huda? So the Gemara says, Taka, it's like that, that Rabbi in Hilcha Shabbos Paskins like Rabbi Shimon because people are Machmir and Bederach in Hilcha Shabbos because he'll be Mekul in Muksa. No one's going to come to be Mekul any other Kulas. So Rabbi was, so to speak, wasn't afraid to Paskin like Rabbi. Shimon in Hilcha Shabbos. But Nuchas Yamtiv, Rabbi was afraid to pass in like Rabbi Shimon. You be Mekel in Nuchas Yamtiv, people will take it as a license to be Mekel all sorts of other kulas. And Mamel Davka, because of that, Rabbi was Machmir in Hilchas Yamtiv. Okay. Now, that's all explaining the Mishnah, as Rav Nachman explained it, that uh, the reason why the Beitz is a surah is because of Noilad, right, which is a sugi of Muktza. Muktza and Noilad go together. But the Gemara basically says that there's a big problem. If the issue is Mukta, why doesn't the Mishnah discuss the Tanagos as well? Right? The Tanagos was set aside for being a Megadal Beitzim, not for Shechting, it's Mukta. And the same way you'll tell me that I could eat the Beitza, you have to tell me also that I could eat the Tanagos. And even though there's a bigger Chiddush to tell me I can eat the Beitza, because that's not only Mukta, it's even Nailet. But the Mishnah should have told me both. It should have said that if I have such a Tanagos that's set aside for being Megadal Beitzim, I can decide to Shech the Tanagos and I can even eat the Beitza. And the fact that the Mishnah does not discuss the Tanagos altogether does not sound like we're talking about a Tanagayas, it's Muksa. It sounds more like a Tanagayas, it's not a Muksa, it's Muchan Achila, that's not the issue, and there's another problem altogether with the Beitza. So, in the middle of the Gemara rejects Shav Nachman's Pshat, and Rabbah is the next Territ in the Gemara. Rabbah says, Taka, the Tanagayas, is Ayimed La Achila, the Tanagayas is not Muksa. What's the problem with the Beitza? So, the Iker problem is a Beitza that's Nailed on Yamtiv on Sunday. What's the problem, Yamtiv on Sunday? Because the Mitzvah says that a Beitza that's laid on Sunday was completed inside of the Tarnagailis on Shabbos. And there's a halacha, learned from the Pasuk, that things have to be prepared which is a weekday, everything for Yamtev, everything for Shabbos has to be prepared. The Sud of Shabbos is so chashiv, the Sud of Yamtev is chashiv, it needs to be prepared before it needs to be ready, and it needs to be ready on a weekday. So because of a Yamtev, which is Chal on Sunday after Shabbos, we say that every time a Beit says Nailet, it's Asr, it's Gzeir Atu, that scenario where it wasn't prepared Bukhal. and even on Shabbos Allah would be like that. The Gemara says even though we find that when you shech the Tandagailas and you find inside a Beit so you're allowed to eat it why don't we make the same Gzair over there? That's because it's an rarity. It's a milsut leishchicha. Milsut leishchicha there's a rule like Gazur Barabanan but Betzem that's the Pshat in the Mishnah according to Beit Hillel the Beitza is born on Sunday and Yamtav on Sunday is Asr because it was a Muchan on Shabbos and that's a problem. Things for Yamtav have to be Muchan on a weekday and we're going through every Yamtav atu that Yamtav. Okay, that's Rabbi's Teretz. Now we're picking up two lines from the bottom. Bezum and Bezum. Yosef Amar. Yosef says, no. You know why the Beitza is Asura? Gzairim shum peris anayishim. It's a Gzairah here because of peris that fall off of trees. Now the Gemara thinks that this means to say that I cannot eat a beitza that comes out of a chicken, even though the chicken was the tarnagos was oymed lachila, and there's no issue of muktzah, and the beitza is not an issue of muktzah. I can't eat it because I might come to eat a fruit that falls off of a tree. What's the problem there? If I eat a fruit that falls off the tree, I might climb up the tree and pick another fruit. Uh, but look, that's gzera lgzera. Amalei abaye peris anoshim peris that fall off trees. Why are the aser time amai gzera? It's gzera shemayalavit lest you'll climb up the tree and pick another one. 
But he goofed there, not a tough exer. There's no bad some problem with the fruit. We're going to get up and be guys or We don't do that. So Gemara says, no, no, you didn't understand. It's all one gzeir, meaning to say that it wasn't that chazal were gozer only on a fruit that falls off a tree, and then there were gozer on a beitza, atu the fruit that falls off the tree, atu you might climb up the tree. No. When chazal were gozer on a fruit that falls off a tree, the way they formulated the gzeir, the way they were menaseach, it was not fruits that fall off trees, things, you know, foods that fall out of or that come away from the place where they grew. And if you say it that way, things that come away from the place where they grew, so then you might include in that gzeira even a beitza. That's the pshat. So it was included. The way they formulated the gzeira of Paris and Oshim was in a way that it would include beitza. That's according to Rav Yasef. Now, by the way, why is this not a question of muktza? Why is the fruit not muktza? So basically, Taisa explains it was a fruit that could have fallen off, and you were expecting it to fall off, so therefore we could avoid the issue of muktza in the case of a fruit that falls off of a tree. Okay, that was an aside. Now, that's Rav Yasef's teretz, and we have another teretz of Yitzchak. Rav Yitzchak Amar, you know why the Beit is also in the Mishnah? G'zeira mishumash kinshizavu. So, again, the Gemara thinks similarly to before. There's a G'zeira, if I will eat this Beitza, I might come to drink mashkin. What is mashkin shizavu? It's a liquid that flows out of its source. The Hainu yayin, or right, juice that flows out of a grape, or oil that flows out of an olive. Now, again, What's the problem there? It's exera. I might come to squeeze the grape. I might come to squeeze the olive. So there were guys or not to eat the beitza. You might come to drink the wine or the oil, and then you might come to squeeze the grape. So I'm going again. Mashkin shazavu. What's the reason why mashkin that flow out of the source of Rasa or time of my? It's exera. Shema yischal. Last you'll be sochet the fruit, the grape, or the olive. He goof exera. So that I told us exera. Not an ikum v'nigzer exera. Exera. We're going to make exera. Exera. So again, the Gemara answer is no, same as before. Kula chad it's one gzeira. When they formulated the gzeira not to drink the wine that flows out of the grapes or the oil that comes out of the, flows out of the olives, they didn't say wine and olives. They didn't even say liquids. They said things that flow out of, that come out of their uh, source. Now we'll see in a moment a little bit more clarification of this point, how they were minaseah, how they formulated these two gzeiras. So what do we have now? Four, gzeir, four pshatim in the Mishnah. Why is the Beitz in the Mishnah Asura? According to Rav Nachman, the Beitz is Asura because it's a Shaila of Muktza. The Tanagadis was set aside not to be shechted, and it's a question of Muktza, or more specifically, Neilet. That's according to Rav Nachman. According to Rabbah, it's a situation called Hachana. Maybe Shabbos would be the day before Yom Tev, and it would be prepared on Shabbos for Yom Tev. That's a Gzeira, that's an Isra, the Raisa, maybe even a Hachana. And that's the problem, and we're guys are always up to that. That's the issue going to Rabbah. According to Rav Yosef, it's a gzeira because of pears that fall off trees. It's included in that gzeira. According to Rav Yitzchak, it's included in the gzeira of mashkin shizavu, of liquids that flow out of their source of uh, flow out of wine or uh, sorry, out of grapes or out of olives. So now, why does each shita, why does each amara not hold of the other amurayim? So that's the thing we're going to go through right now. Kulu, all the Amurayim, Krav Nachman, Luarmi. No one holds like Krav Nachman, meaning Rabbah and Rav Yosef and Rav Yitzchak didn't hold like Krav Nachman, right? Luarmi, they didn't say like him that the question is a question of Noilad, Muktza, Kikushin, because of the question we asked, right? We had a question on that. If it's talking about Muktza and Noilad, why do you talk only about the Beitza and not about the Tanagas as well? So that's very Pasha, why no one likes Rav Nachman's text. Kirab and Amri, and also like Rabbah, they don't want to say that the issue is this 
halacha called hachana. It's all because of the beit that's born on Sunday that was huchan, that was completed and prepared on Shabbos. Because hachana leslu, they don't hold of hachana. They hold that there is no din of hachana midiraisa. Right? That's a chiddush. Rabbi's halacha is a chiddush. The other Ram don't hold of it, so they wouldn't want Beis Hillel to be holding of it because then they'd have to pass in that way. Hachana leslu, they don't hold of the din of hachana, so they're not going to learn like Rabbi either. Uh, so what are we left with? Rav Yosef and Rav Yitzchak. Why do they not hold to one another? Why doesn't Rav Yosef, who says that it's included in the Xerah of Paris and Oshrim, why doesn't he say, like Rav Yitzchak, that it's included in the Xerah of Mashkin Tzavu? Meaning here the Gemara is going to touch on the point that I said before of understanding how they formulated the Xerah, how they were in a Sayyach the Why should one Xerah include a Beitzah? And the other gzeira, the other nusach, not include a beitza. So the Rav Yisuf who holds that it's included in the gzeira of Mashkin Sezavu, why doesn't he hold, sorry, Rav Yisuf says it's included in the gzeira of Paris and Oshim, of fruits that fall off of trees, why isn't it included in the gzeira of Mashkin Sezavu like Rav Yitzchak? Amr l'cha, Rav Yisuf will tell you because beitza uchla, right, look at it this way, a beitza is food, uperis uchla, the roots are also food. Lafuke mashkin de la to the exclusion of mashkin liquids that are not ochel. Meaning to say, according to Rav Yosef, when they were gozer on peros, so they're talking about food. They're talking about food falling off of trees. So it's very easy to include in that a food that falls off of a tree or a food that comes out of its, you know, the time that goes, its source. Because it's all dealing with food. So according to Rav Yosef, there was a very essential piece here called food. They were talking about food. Mashkin. It's not food. When they talked about mashkin shizavu, there, were very, there was a very essential point. They were talking about mashkin shizavu. So Mamela and the gzeira of mashkin shizavu, it couldn't have included possibly a beitza. A beitza is not a mashkin. A beitza could be included in the gzeira of peros and ocean because it's talking about peros, talking about foods. It could not be included in the gzeira of mashkin shizavu because the gzeira of mashkin shizavu spoke of mashkin. That's why Rav Yosef could not learn like Rav Yitzchak. And then the reverse. Rav Yitzchak, my time will learn Rav Yitzchak. Rav Yitzchak who says that no, a beitz is included in the gzeir of Mashkin Shizavu. And it's not included in Paris and Oshim. L'chai is very sure now. A beitz is not a food. Why, why is it included in the gzeir of Mashkin flowing out and not in the gzeir of food falling off trees? Because, as Rav Yitzchak, because I'll tell you, in beitz belua. Because a beitza is absorbed almost, it's, it's swallowed up inside of the uh, hen of the town of Gadetz. Umashkin blin, also mashkin are blue. When Chazawa goes there on a mashka that flows out, it's something that's blue inside and it's coming up from where it's blue inside. In that way, a beitza very closely resembles those things. A beitza and wine and oil are all blue inside, are all absorbed inside, swallowed up inside their source. So that way they were menasech like was, things that come out of the place where they are balua. And that included a beitzah, lafuki peris, right, as opposed to peris, the megal of where they are exposed. And when they were gozer on peris on trees, they were talking about things that are exposed, that just fall off of. So you wouldn't include in that formulation a beitzah, because a beitzah didn't just fall off of, it was not exposed and fell off of, it was included, it was, in, it was enclosed and balua inside, and it came out of. So that's the point. According to the Yitzchak, and according to Yosef, one gzeira was more appropriate and more likely to include the beitza than the other. Okay, fine. So those are the swerp shatim, and now we know why each one doesn't know the other one. And then just to end off, the Gemara says, almost like as an aside, after Yochan and Savar, gzeira mashkin You should know that it's not only Rav Yitzchak, even Rav Yochanan agrees that the reason why the beitza is aser is a gzeira mashkin Where do we see this? Rabbi Yechanan Rami, Rabbi Yehuda, Ad Rabbi Yehuda, Umishani. We know it because Rabbi Yechanan 
in, uh, in a certain place, basically mentions that there's a stira between two members of Rabbi Yehuda, and he comes to be, to be Mazber. And the only reason why Rabbi Yochanan saw a stira between these two braces, the two members of Rabbi Yehuda, is because Rabbi Yehuda, because of the way he understood Rabbi Yehuda, that, um, that a bait so that comes is Neulan Yamtiv is a problem included in the Xavier of Mashkin Sezavu. So we'll see it right now. That from the fact that Rabbi Yechanan makes a stereo of Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, he obviously understood that the issue of a Beit Shanalda is the issue of Mashkin Shazavu. So where is the stira that Rabbi Yechanan found? Tonight it says in the Mishnah in Shabbos, in Mashkin. So the Mishnah begins, you're not allowed to squeeze Paris to extract liquid, right? That's called Mefarek, it's a told of the of Dash. You can't squeeze out wine from grapes or oil from olives. That's Pashat Nisadara. What if on their own they float out? So the din is still that, that wine or that oil is a suin. Like that we saw before. The mashing stuff was also, it's a you might come to be sochate the fruit itself. That's the Tanakhama. You, the Omer, it depends. It depends why you have these peras. Why are you keeping these uh, olives or these grapes? It depends. If you have it to be eaten as a food, so then, oh, I guess mutter. Then what comes out of it is food. And what comes out is mutter. If you have it, to drink, to drink the wine that comes out of it and uses as a liquid, the oil that comes out, then a yaitza mehen aser. So what do we see over here? We see that when Alma, we see kol oichlin l'Rabbi Yehuda, anything that's considered food, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's considered uchla de'ifrasu, it's considered food that broke off, meaning, right, we saw that, for, that phrase on Bezim and Aleph, meaning to say, if it's a food, if your grape or if your olive is meant to be a food, so what comes off of it, what comes out of it, is considered a food, and there's no gzera there, it's a piece of food, it's a piece of food that broke off. The wine that comes out, it's not wine, it's, it's oimid lachila, the oil, olive oil, it's not oil, it's not considered a mashke, it's considered a food that broke off, and there's no issue, there's no iser. It's only when it's oimid lamashke, it's oimid to be squeezed out the wine or to squeeze out the oil, then when the wine comes out on its own or the oil comes out on its own, then it's the, oh, say, if a mashke, and it came out of a neichel, and then it's a problem. So you see from here that only things that are considered mashkim coming out of Eichlim are included in the gzera. Anything that will be considered an ochel, meaning if my grape or my oil, my olive was omid lachila, it's considered an ochel. Even the liquids that come out are considered an ochel and it's mutter. And certainly we would say the fizah that a beitza that comes out of a tarnagoyles couldn't be included in that gzera, according to Yehuda. Ah, so Rechna says, Raminu, it says, Vaidam, Rabbi Yehuda, this is a Mishnah and the Mishnah says, Masna Adamala, Kalkala, Shalperis, Beyamtav Rishon, Vaokhla Bisheni. You can make a Tanai on your pears in a basket, and you have to Rishon to eat it, Bisheni. What's he talking about? So, well, we all know that there's two, two days Yamtav in, in, uh, in Chutzlar, it's because of a Suffolk. We don't know which day is the right day. So, of course, what you would need to do is be Mafris, Trumas, and Maestris on Erev Yamtav, and then you'll have pears Mitukanim on Yamtav. What happens if somebody forgot to be mafresh, trumais, and maishus, and erev yamtiv? So the Mishnah says, since each day is a safek, so there's a possibility of being mafresh, trumais, and maishus on the first day, and then again on the second day, and then you could eat it on the second day. How do you do it? What you say is, on the first day, you say, listen, today might be yamtiv, so then I can't do anything, I'll wait till tomorrow, and I'll be mafresh, trumais, and maishus tomorrow. But if today is not yamtiv, and really yamtiv is tomorrow, so I want to be mafresh, trumais, and maishus today, and you sort of designate a certain side of the pairs, this is my trumais, and maishus, 
and then you wait till tomorrow, and tomorrow you say, if yesterday was the weekday and today's Yom Tov, so good, I already was Mafish yesterday and I can separate it. And if yesterday was Yom Tov, so I didn't do anything, and today, right now I'm being Mafish, and then you can separate that corner that you designated yesterday, and you're okay. That's the way you can be Mafish. That's called Masna Adam al-Kakala. You can make it Tanai and al-Kakala from one day to the next, of Paris, be Yom Tov Rishon, and then you can be Ochla Bishani. Bishani, similarly, Abetza. Shinol Debrishan, Abetza, an egg which is laid on Yom Tov Rishon. you can eat it the next day, meaning to say on the first day, it's Asati that Beitza. On the second day, it's Mutter. Why is it Mutter? Because on the first day, if the first day was a weekday, so what's the problem? It was an egg that was laid on the air of Yom Tev. What's the problem? And if the first day was Yom Tev, so today is not Yom Tev anymore, so I could eat it today. But in any event, what do we see over here? We see over here that a Beitza, that's Noilet on Yom Tev, is Aser. B'Shein we could be it according to this Mishnah, on the second day. But on the first day, that Beitza was a Surah. And here we see that Rabbi Yechanan was assuming that the reason why the Beitza is a surah is because it's included in the Gzeira of Mashkin Shizavu, and that's why he sees a stira. If Rabbi Yehuda holds that there's only a Gzeira of Mashkin Shizavu on grapes that are all made to be squeezed and produce yain, and the Gzeira is only applying to olives that are made to be squeezed and produce oil, so then... How could a beitza be included in Nagzeira? I see that he held that that was the makam to make the beitza asr, to say it's included in Nagzeira, like Rav Yitzchak. Anyway, what did Rav do with Nagzeira? With Akash or Mishani? Rav Yochan answered. Rav Yochan said, Mukhlefis Ashita, that it's reversed, meaning that Mishnah and Shabbos should be the reverse. That Rav Yehuda, he says it's always mutter. If you hold holds, it's always us. If you holds, even if the grapes are omed la'achila, and even if the olives are omed la'achila, it's still asr. Even if it's a food coming out of there, it'll still be Aser. And so Huadin, even if it's a Beitza coming out of a Tainagolis, it would still be Aser, like we see in the Mishnah in Erevin. All right. But like we pointed out, we did come Merami but from the fact that he raises this as a stira and he asks one Mishnah on the next, you see that it's for one reason, and that's what we were saying, that you see that according to Rabbi Yochanan, the reason why the Beitza is a surah is like Rabbi Yitzchak, Mishu Mashkin She Zavu.